half her cars is ruined, and that really sucks. Well, here's a list of stuff that's ruined for us. Parking and walking and Uber and ponytails, bathrobes and nighttime and drinking and hotels and bands. Nothing good happens in a van. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. This isn't news. No, 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 not news. Our situation's been a deal since we got through. I got to boo. That's why your mama's always so tired. Always so tired. Hello and welcome to the Hot Social Podcast, new podcast where we'll be talking about the latest news in social media, as well as looking at the impact that social media is having on some really big social issues and society in general. We are your hosts, I'm Eloise. And I'm Tan. And we're very happy to be here. Tan, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you, my dear? I'm good. What have you been up to in the last week? Um... So, I went to a vegan restaurant for the first time. Oh, what's that noise? Sounds like a spaceship is actually taking off right now. We have not picked a very good quiet room. (laughs) (laughs) You You went to a vegan restaurant. I went to a vegan restaurant for the first time and interestingly I discovered what a rat king was, which I did share with you. Um, yes a couple of days ago. You did. Well, I knew what a rat king was. I wasn't I wasn't like upset about it although I hadn't looked at one since I was about 18 mm-hmm. and probably intoxicated so it was it was different <laughs> to see it sober I, right I mean it really upset the office yes it did actually for our lovely listeners me and Tan do work together at a very secret location that we won't tell you um um but yeah, the office wasn't happy. No, no, they at all. really weren't. There was no. Oh no, Sam was. Yes, Sam was very happy. Actually, he did some further research and cared to inform us that um, the largest rat king he found was, I think, fifty-six rat strong. That's crazy. Uh, I'm thinking that's crazy. That's actually really. Oh, like I hate rats. We've actually just been discussing rats and mice and we agree i hate them if you don't know by the way guys before i can before we continue with the podcast please do google what a rat king is yeah rat king it's not what you think i can assure you we'll share a picture on mm, twitter lovely we'll make sure that people know um <laughs> yeah it's such a random thing what how did you like the vegan restaurant just moving on to yeah, something no. nicer <laughs> <laughs> The vegan restaurant was nice. I, it's the first time actually sitting down and having a proper three course ish vegan meal. It was three courses, yeah, and it was it was nice. I didn't actually miss meat, but I did feel like I didn't leave feeling satisfied. I was still hungry. Which is your brain? It's not your stomach because yes. your stomach is literally only affected by like how filled it is, and like your brain is what thinks you need you need some meat. You need some carbs. Some, you mm. need some stodge stodge what did you have was it just like salad no i had quinoa i had mushrooms lots of mushrooms oh i hate mushrooms (laughs) we had like mushrooms on toast and then i was horrified by a little bit of coriander i don't guys i have that whole genetic aversion to coriander thing again we are just the opposite yeah you love coriander i I can't we are yin and yang in a mouthful of wonderful complex flavours, the only thing I would be able to taste if coriander is involved is coriander. And it literally makes me feel sick. Like I have to expel my the con yeah. Oh, no. So I could just like <laughs> eat a bowl of coriander. Mm. No, like that's my worst. I can't. Oh my god. But even the thought of it makes me feel funny. I can't even Okay. No that. coriander for you. But the rest of the meal was coriander free and very tasty. Very mushroomy. And um what else? Oh, there was a sweet potato brownie. I do love sweet potato and I love brownies. I've never combined the two. You would like, I actually think anybody would like that. I mean, that's a bit, yeah, that's a bit You know what one of the things that people always say that I'll like, and I don't, is like pumpkin pie. My friend at my old job used to make it and I, I can objectively try it and know that she made a really good pumpkin pie, like a badass pumpkin pie. I just don't like, it's, it doesn't settle with me. What is it? Is it the texture? No, it's the flavour. It's like I don't know what it wants to be. Does it? See, I've only really had sweet potato pies. I've not had that. And that's really nice because it, it's genuinely like very cinnamony and nutmeggy and vanilla-y and 
you kind of forget that you're eating sweet potato. But pumpkin, I think pumpkin has a slightly more distinctive flavour. So it yeah, might be quite really... pumpkin-y. I don't really have pumpkin at all. I don't really understand pumpkins. Like, you know how you get pumpkin of everything, like pumpkin latte and, like, that doesn't oh, make like sense. like the whole pumpkin spice flavour thing that happens yeah. around autumn. The autumn. The autumn pumpkin spice. Yeah, food. the return of the pumpkins. Mm. I don't know and about no pumpkin like latte. That doesn't... I mean, I don't drink coffee, so that's fine I can't by imagine me. pumpkin latte. What? Well, Pumpkin spice. <laughs> Isn't pumpkin spice literally just cinnamon and nutmeg though? Like, can you really taste the pumpkininess in pumpkin spice stuff? Well, audience, if you are <laughs> down with the pumpkin spice latte, tell us. Where is the distinctive pumpkin y flavour? I swear we it's just cinnamon, know. nutmeg, and clove, folks. Like, that's it. We need to know this information. It's I, I want to know. Direct me to the pumpkin y goodness. Well, <laughs> On that note, shall we get into some hot topics? Yes. What, what social media news do you have for me today? So today, what do I have for you? I have a, a new feature that Facebook is currently rolling out. So it's parents being able to safeguard their preteens with Facebook usage via a new app called Messenger Kids. So it's rolled out this new app, currently available on iOS which allows kids under the age of 13 to communicate through text, video chat, and more with friends and family. But it also allows parents to, I guess, monitor their child's Facebook usage. So they're in charge of approving specific contacts to video chat. And um, I think the kids can block people, but they're not allowed to actually accept people. I think the parents only have that Mm. um, authority. Well, I mean... It sounds good. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, from my point of view, I'm like, like, should kids be on social media? Yeah. Mm. What like what is their world that they need to be on Messenger? That's exactly what I thought when I <laughs> when I came across it. I was thinking, well, why do we need? I mean, I get it. I get why we need something like that in place because there are kids who are on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but it, it does beg to the question is why. I think, I mean, I think my issue with it is that it's tackling, I mean, I guess it's fine. I My whole thing, I'm someone who's so pro-social media, like, mm. I really am, and I am not <clears throat> what someone who, like, when people are like, oh, I'll never let my kids on social media, like, obviously I work in it, so I'm on board with yeah. it, and I think it is a important, integral part of your life, but I think it's addictive, and yeah. I think it is something that can take over your life Mm -hmm. I feel that it has for me and a lot of my social interactions for a big part of my life were sort of measured through social media yeah definitely so I don't think it's great because obviously it says it's preteen but we we briefly touched on it earlier and it it's anyone under the age of 13 Mm -hmm. so it's not really just because preteens tend to 12 like that's it that's all that category is but you're going to get people letting their kids go on it much younger. And yeah, I definitely. don't like the idea of five-year-olds developing that addiction already. No, it's it's not great. I mean, especially we're in the age of phones and tablets and kids. I mean, just on Facebook recently, I've read that a friend of mine, um, she's bought her son a, uh, a phone and he's four. And I kind of don't. She she's explained that it wasn't so much for the use of calling people or FaceTiming or anything like that. It was more so that he um he doesn't like using a tablet and he uses her her and her partner's phone for games and stuff like that. But it's still the fact that he has a phone and he therefore has yeah. access to certain things. And I think kids these days they're very very technically savvy. Like they they're into technology and they're into. I know kids when I worked in a. I, I've worked with kids in primary school and they could tell you all sorts of things that, you know, yeah. what they can do with a tablet and whatever. So curious kids who I, can navigate well, it's a bit... And although I completely understand your friend's concept, I would almost like... I mean, I'm not a parent, so who am I to be? Like, this is how you should do parenting. Mm-hmm. This is what I think it should be in it, right? But I... I worry about them having that ownership over the product yeah it's just maybe it should have been a family phone yeah just 
theoretically, but I'm not a parent, so That's it, it's true. I'm not sure I should be saying. I think the fear is always that there are younger kids who, like I said, they do have access to things. They can end up in the very dark corners of social media, in a yeah. sense that... Yeah, and social media has done some things. Yeah. And I mean... I do I do think this is a good product in terms of like it's a good way to get someone introduced into social media and sort of taught boundaries of it. Mm-hmm. Um it's just not I'm not sure the age range is right. I almost think it should be the 13 14 year old age yeah. bracket that they should have their own because under 13 you should just be saying that they shouldn't be on it. Absolutely. I don't see why any child in primary school should have a Facebook account. No, I don't. That disturbed me quite greatly because, because I, things I see on Facebook as a grown woman. Yeah. Kids who I, have, nah. I think, like, for me, Facebook, not not Twitter, not Instagram, none of them, but mm-hmm. Facebook is about connecting with people from your real world. It's mm-hmm. not a social thing. So I, I think I can see a logic for someone in secondary school needing it yeah. to keep connected to people that they knew in primary school. Right. Who they will inevitably stop being friends with. But that has a function. In primary school, everyone you know is in that circle. <laughs> They're all in school. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can, like, move schools. and But is that, like, that common? I think most people... It, I don't feel the market is big enough. No, I agree. However, I do think it is a good thing. And I, I think it's good that Facebook is taking more of an interest in sort of social issues because they also did that thing with um, they're now they're now helping to protect people against their nudes. Ah, yes. That one I love because they're like, send us your nudes mm-hmm. and we will make sure they don't go anywhere. Yeah. Which... I think I probably still wouldn't it's do still it. It's still kind of scary because you're still sending You're sending somewhere. someone on you. You are sending a person. Then. Yeah. You must be. I don't quite know the details, but I can't see how it works if you're not. Yeah. If a human doesn't see them. Yeah. That is quite... Uh, <laughs> it's a bit like a leap of faith, isn't it? Send us, trust us, and send us your nudes, and no one else will see them ever again. I almost think that, like... Facebook should be able to just analyse if someone is naked. That yeah. should be quite straightforward. And then they should be able to analyse whether the person matches who the account belongs mm. to. And if they don't... Because you'll have historical pictures of the person who the account own, yeah. owner is. That's true. And if they don't, it can't go online. I mean, these days, Facebook's... I mean, the, the technology that they're using is pretty great. Earlier, I mentioned to you about the whole... Um, They've they've invested, should I say invested, in a new AI, artificial intelligence, that is able to detect people who are maybe expressing suicidal thoughts, and they're able to pick up their like their patterning on on social media, depending on their posts, certain things that they're posting, and and um, I think pick up on their yeah, just the habits and, yeah. and patterns and algorithms on facebook and the ai is picking that up not like a person but once the ai has detected it it kind of gets passed on to a a human who is able to then further assess that and i think offer some help so i can't see why if using that they could not maybe launch something that does help to detect nudes detect the nudes nudes, right i mean i don't know i I don't create these things have nudes so i'm not that worried about it it's a you know it's not really a thing i it is a thing but it is a thing i don't (laughs) i didn't take any i don't have anything that i don't think that i like would worry about my mum and dad seeing oh yeah i mean that's advice to folks we no one can tell you what to do but you know if you don't want the world seeing it just try to avoid it but also don't be like if your nudes get leaked you are not to blame and all of that stuff. True. Let's have a moment. No, that's true. Let's not, yeah. You, you cannot be responsible for what other people do it with your personal private stuff. Like, do you remember there was like a spate <clears throat> of like Disney stars having their news leaked? Mm. And they would like come out and publicly apologise. And I would just be so annoyed. I just wanted them to be like, yeah, I'm allowed to do that. People aren't allowed to share it. That's how it works. Very not- true, yeah. But, like, Vanessa Hudgens had to apologise. And I just thought, poor little 
little girl. It's sad. And I think it's that's mainly because where they're Disney stars and you know, yeah, the they're kids meant to their audience. Well, I think they market themselves as vir- as virgins and you can't really do that. We're so we're innocent. But you know, still and yeah, in all fairness, do what you want. Absolutely. No one really has the right to no one, not really, no one has the right no one. to take your stuff and broadcast that's why it's legal now in place certain places. I think, yeah, it's places a weird law. Like, it's a very weird law. California's law on it is really confusing. Because I read up on it when um, there was the Black China, mm-hmm. Robert Kardashian stuff. And like, because she has released nudes of herself, mm. she really didn't have like much of a case. They were like, well, it's not damaging to you to have right. that out. She's clearly like, it, comfortable with... Yeah, it was more about... I mean, this is just from Google, so it could be wrong. But like, <laughs> you might be like, "What is this talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was not my, supposed to be my Black China impression. That was the worst. That was terrible. Black she China. doesn't speak this way. Yeah, let's just. Yeah. I don't even know how she speaks. Robert. I know what she looks like naked, but yeah, boy, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, mm. I mean, I think Facebook. I mean, just onto how like Facebook is working with social issues. I think more than any other platform they're doing that because instagram is also and instagram is part of facebook so it's definitely something that that organization thinks about i mean instagram does a few different things but their big one that they're rolling out now is that they're warning against sharing images with certain animals Mm -hmm. so um you'll probably remember that like maybe earlier this year or maybe last year they there was i can't remember what country it was i feel like it might be bolivia pulled a baby dolphin out of the ocean oh my gosh yeah yeah and they were passing it around for selfies and it ultimately dehydrated and died and then um a zoo in china Mm -hmm. i think um they had two peacocks that people could take selfies with and they literally died of fright oh my god um that's awful so instagram are now rolling out this thing where if you search for a hashtag that is like, um, is what ones were there? Koala I think selfie? yeah, koala selfie, sloth selfie, monkey selfie. It triggers a message basically saying, you know, this kind of content advisory, this kind of behaviour um, is damaging to the wildlife and is is wrong mm. essentially, at the long and short of it, um, to kind of remind people that they shouldn't be doing things like that. Because I think that Instagram has created a culture in itself of people wanting to do these very exciting pictures. Yeah. And and who who doesn't like a picture with a baby lion or whatever? <laughs> you know, it, it's something that people really like looking at and people like doing. Yeah. But it, it is actually... I think all that stuff with, like, zoos existing, it's becoming more and more of a hot topic that I hope, like... Do hope that it's addressed a bit better because you go to London Zoo and I love London Zoo mm. for me. Mm-hmm. I don't love it for the animals. Absolutely not. It's it's I often I'm anyone who knows will know that I definitely don't really um condone zoos at all. I'm pretty against them. I understand that there are some zoos that do great conservation work for animals. And yeah. There are some wildlife parks that have wonderful large enclosures and stuff. But um, I still kind of have this idea or my view is that it's more like animal prison. I've been to quite a few zoos and you just, you see a a flipping huge lion in such a a small area. And that's his home. That's where he frequents every day. Mm. That's, that's, and I just hate that because in the wild, obviously, that's not the case um and there's obviously like you can't just let him go like i get that's not a viable thing but probably shouldn't be breeding the ones that Mm -hmm. aren't endangered and um i just thought i saw something there was nothing there (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like you can't really just let them go but what there's a um there's a monkey conservationist place where you can go and visit them but it's very much like um, there is a monkey in a field and you, you may see the monkey and you may not. Yeah. What they do is they, um, because these monkeys are endangered and they don't want them to die out, the first generation of monkeys 
they live there and they breed and then the second generation of monkeys are put into a different sort of environment so that they are more acclimatized oh. to um, natural living yeah and then the third generation of monkey are brought up completely like they're in oh, the wow. wild and then they are released that's brilliant um so they are actually working towards you know mm. actually ha- having them out in the wild which is important um no i love that that i i condone I that like you that, can do for sure that's acceptable to you that's acceptable good and then there's that zoo i don't know where it's being made i've only seen um like diagrams of it but they're making it so that the guests i i've only seen it with the lion enclosure the guests are in the cage so the visitors are in the cage and the lions oh, wow. are in like a field and they can like climb on top of it i love that i mean yeah it's good i like that that's super cool i like that it, I feel like it should be more like that. We're in their space yeah. versus let's coop them up behind like a display cabinet and yeah. point and prod and well, we can't really prod, but you know, I wouldn't advise you to prod if you could prod. Probably leaves a finger. But <laughs> don't <yeah>. prod. <laughs> no prodding. No prodding. Don't prod the animals. I mean, I definitely don't like the ones where you can touch the animals. That's problematic. I went to Mexico recently and there was a massive... I think it's a, either a tapir or a tapir. It looks yes. like an anteater slash pig. I think that's the, the closest thing I could really describe it as quite large. And you could reach over and stroke it. And quite a few people were doing so. I didn't because I just thought, why am I going to touch you? It's not necessary. So why did I clap? Yeah. It wasn't necessary either, but I'm passionate. So, um, <laughs> come up. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so someone was stroking the, the, tapir tapir and um it kind of turned quite suddenly it didn't bite the person but it made the gesture of don't yeah. touch me and they're going into one like, <laughs> and i'm thinking like no don't go into one don't touch it Do you it's want me not to just that, like hard walk to work up to you out. and like stroke oh, God, you can you imagine if people did that to each other oh gosh i mean that's that is considered as um i'm sure that's, that's some kind Weinstein. of assault isn't it like exactly you can't just walk up to people and stroke them that's not okay well speaking of walking up to people and stroking <laughs> them shall we start with our first social issue thingamajig yes that's what we're titling this section <laughs> the thingamajig section so every every episode we're going to talk about social media and in in relation to a theme um this this episode we thought we'd start big because you might as well go big or go home mm-hmm. and be very topical and talk about social media's impact on sexual harassment <laughs> <laughs> not a time to laugh but no, you know we're just trying to no, we can't be light about this. I was going to say, we're just yeah. trying to know. It's very serious, guys. We very are. Serious. We're just not very serious people. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, over the last... God, I don't even know how long it's been now. Has it been a month? About that now, I yeah. probably should have researched <clears throat> that before we sat down. No, I think it has been about, about a month there, since it surfaced, yeah. There has been a big wave of allegations um, and admissions of sexual harassment by, I mean, all sorts of industries, but the predominant two, I would say, are Hollywood mm-hmm. and the uh, and entertainment in general, and um, Westminster, the British Parliament, yes. which are two industries that are incredibly the same and incredibly different. Mm-hmm. Um, they're full of disgusting old men <laughs> who grope young girls and have way too much power for how little worth they have. Totally um, agree. <laughs> Can we just like dub some round of applause in there at some point? Not really. No. I'm the one doing the editing and I okay. don't have that. <laughs> well, I think that would be great. We should work on we, that. We'll, we'll consider that <laughs> for the future. Damn, throwing hardball. I just, I'll just add it myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I guess we should talk about the issue in general a little bit. It's obviously... Here's my issue with it as an issue. Yes. Is the surprise, the, oh my God, I can't believe this has been going on. I mean, we, we all knew. I'd like to think so. It's not like, it's not a surprise. And that annoys me that yeah. it's not a surprise. And um, there was an SNL video 
a song that they released called Welcome to Hell, um, which oh. is like a fake girl band. And it's so like, it's brilliant because it's basically like men being, like the men, has, get women talking about men mm-hmm. who have been like, this is awful. I can't believe this has been going on. And the girls are just like, we know. Welcome to hell. This <laughs> right. is what we're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Um, let me talk about all the things that men have ruined for us mm-hmm. walking down the street. <laughs> um, and it's actually like a really surprisingly divisive issue. Yeah. Because a lot of people that I know and have consistently respected are very undermining of it as an issue and I think whenever I have a conversation with someone about it for the first time, I know whether I should continue based on their immediate response, Mm. which if they say, yes, but a lot of them are made up, which is something that people are saying a lot, Mm -hmm. I am like, done. Instant problem, yeah. If boys say it, I tend to be like, let me tell you why you're wrong. If a girl says it, I tend to be like, let me blow up and lose my mind. <laughs> You're and like, I cannot lost at that point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I. I like cannot cope. I slam my hand on tables and shout and throw things. In you public. have every right to do so. I mean, yeah. I think the to if your first four. I mean, I can give you like I actually had a list that I looked up earlier. Let's see if it's on my phone. Here is my list. It's the list of like people who have sexually who have been accused of sexually harassment in Hollywood, news, yeah. all of that in America. Um, I do not think I've got a good enough... There's a recent one that popped up, actually. Internet. I don't have good enough internet to get that down in this room. But, I mean, it's like... It's a good 30 people now. Yeah. And it's everyone. It's just... It's people that you don't... That you thought were nice. And you thought were, yeah. like, okay. And weren't, you know, sexually assaulting women on a regular basis. Hmm. I'm going to see if I can get some Wi-Fi. Up in here. There's some Wi-Fi there. Let's see if this can work. Should work, yes. No, it is. It's it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. Um, I mean, I say that like you just said earlier. It's shocking, but it's not really that shocking. It's. I think when the names come up, and it's you know, it's people that you previously would not suspect of such behaviour, but then it just goes to show that we shouldn't really assume anything because if you can be inappropriately harassed I don't think any type of harassment is appropriate let me just rephrase that if you can be (laughs) harassed (laughs) walking down the street by a bunch of strangers then you know can you really put it past anybody and some of the comments that I've like read on social media are so like crazy to me it's things like oh, well, can a guy not ask a girl out anymore? And I get, like, most of these are not he asked her out. Some of them are. Yeah. And they're still not okay because it's a work environment. And if my boss in a position of power asked me out, that completely damages the relationship. That completely puts a, like, a, like, distaste Mm. on everything that goes on. Like, if they tell me off for something, are they really mad at me? Or are they, Mm. like, annoyed that I didn't want to go on a date with them? It's stuff like that all the time. It's, it puts the person who's in a position of power in even more of a position of power. Yeah. In a position of power emotionally, and that's a problem. And that, yeah, absolutely. That's a massive, massive issue. You can't. I think, like, with the people in Hollywood who have been, the, the Westminster ones... It's difficult because we only really know about one person that I can think of. There's another guy who has been looking at a lot of porn on his computer. It's not appropriate by any means, but I I don't think it's the same wheelhouse. It's it's bad work ethic. It's not bad human being. Right. Oh, no, it is kind of bad human being. It's a different kind of bad human being. It's not what we're talking about. That's for another podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll (laughs) talk about that another day. But um, with Hollywood, I think it's just... I knew it was happening. I knew all these people were doing it. Yeah. And there's some people who, but there are some people who I look at and I'm like, oh, I actually didn't think you were. Mm. Like, I did think you were okay. Yeah. And then when I look at it, I'm like, I don't know why I thought you were okay. And then there's a few people, 
I definitely had it in my head that it was the older people doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few young people who've done it. Youngish, not like that young. Yeah. But um, with them, I'm very much like, oh, I really didn't think you were. And then I'll look at what job roles they had. Mm. Um, so the guy from Entourage. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, of course you were. Like, that's the character you were playing. Yeah. You are just that guy, of course. Just embodied it. And then, like... Him. um. Ed Westwick, he's from Gossip Girl, and he yeah. played Chuck Bass, and again, I was like, oh, that's horrible, I'm sad that it was you, but yeah. then I was like, oh no, but again, that's just who you were playing, yeah. It's so crazy, because I of remember course. when, I think we were when we were in school, actually, girls were crazy for him. Oh, I loved him. Crazy for I him. I don't know why, because he's not attractive. <laughs> there was something. I think it's like, <laughs> horribly, I think it was like, just... But I think that's what stuff just, like yeah. that just makes you feel like, oh, god, like yeah, like it, yeah. yeah. But I mean, what he's done, there is no question. Like he is a rapist and he is a very bad yeah. man. Yeah. Um, Louis C.K. That was one that to this day I'm still like, but and he's like, I did those things. I shouldn't have done yeah. those things. He his was all like masturbating in front of people, or like someone calls you about work and he's just, like, having a wank on the phone to you. Like... I, ca- I mean... I can't comprehend the mental... That actually distresses me. Why the hell... What? I mean, I don't even know. But social media's had, like, quite a big role to play in it. And it's definitely had, like, pros and cons. Yeah. And I think... Like, it's a quote that I said to you before and I keep quoting it every time we talk about the subject. It's a good the ro- quote. The Rose McGowan thing. Yes. Was that she said that supposedly, and this is something I've heard, maybe it's not even true, but um, supposedly she had a journalist friend who knew the whole time what had happened to her mm-hmm. and kept pushing her <clears> to <throat> be like, yeah. let's talk about it and let's come out and let's let's tell everyone. And she was like, no. Yeah. World's not ready. It's not time yet. And I do... Th- and she now is talking about it because she thinks the world is ready and it's time. Yeah. And I do think that social media has, like, had a big part in it because, I mean, it starts with the Me Too. Yeah, that hashtag that went viral. Which kind of, I think, I think that it's definitely made a lot of women feel, because one of the hardest things of being sexually assaulted and harassed, apart from being raped... Those two things, I think a lot of women feel like because they're not raped, it doesn't count. Right. I think something that I definitely picked up on with the the Me Too hashtag, um, a lot of comments were made where women kind of spoke out and said, you know, they didn't think that they were allowed to use it mm. because they didn't think that what had happened to them was as important or yeah. as um, as extreme compared to something like rape or an actual physical sexual assault and um in fact many women said that it was only when they kind of sat down and thought about because they just kind of bypassed it almost thinking oh my god that's awful and then they really sat down and analyzed their lives and things that have happened to them historically and how many things they had just dismissed or brushed under the carpet as oh that's just a minor thing or that's nothing and almost something that you're supposed to supposedly except as a woman if you walk down the street and a man I mean I even there's an even a, a I know someone in my family who was um standing about to cross the road and um you know there's like an island in the middle of the road standing on the island and a car's driven past and the guy the driver stuck his hand out of the window yeah. and touched the family member my relatives bum as he drove past yeah. and sped off and you know some people would find that I've, I've retold this story a couple of times and some people found it hilarious like oh my gosh good on him kind of thing mm. and other people were absolutely disgusted the actual same thing happened to me it was someone on a bike rather than a car not that that makes any difference um oh no it does make a difference because I afterwards was re was really annoyed at him but really annoyed at myself because I felt like I should have, like I had a bottle in my hand. I was like, why didn't I throw that at right. them? And actually, I didn't throw that at them because if I had, they would have just gotten off their bike and maybe hit me. Right. Like it, you are always, as a woman, you're always in a position 
to be victimized yeah and it's very annoying and and i don't talk about like i've can i've i will be shocked if i can find a girl who has had nothing Mm. and frankly if you're a girl who's had nothing that just means you've had nothing yet yeah hopefully what has happened with all this coming out will change that a bit but as it stands i think that is what it is yeah um and I think that campaign had a really good impact in that it, you know, reminded, it not reminded, it told women who had been through something that it is okay to have been through mm-hmm. something and you are not the problem and you didn't need to handle it differently. Mm-hmm. They needed to have not done it. Absolutely. Because I think there has consistently been a lot of sexual education and rape education to women that they need to do things to make sure it doesn't happen. Right. Instead <clears throat> of they need to not do it. Absolutely. I, I don't know about in other countries but or in other schools, but in my school, well, it, I went to an all-girls school, but mm-hmm. we had a brother school, and the brother school never got any education on rape, never got told this is what rape is, and that's almost problematic because it is a confusing thing because mm-hmm. you have all these shows where they're like, oh, buy a girl drink and take her home. Like, no, that's rape. That's actually a problem. So it's hard for them to see what the line is. So it's good for them as well. This is where they're getting their sexual education now. It's the social media stuff telling them that's not okay. Yeah. I know in a few schools I've seen stuff on social media where they've um, put in place in their... uh, I'm guessing people in the UK would know that I think they're called uh, these days PSHC. Yeah, Physi- I think physical, sexual health, social education. Something I don't like think that. that equated to PSH, but something like that, citizenship <laughs> stuff, social kind of stuff to help you out in society. Yeah, education. Um, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> and um, they've started to to include um, consensual classes, like that's good. When is cons- what is consent? Yeah, and not just using it in a the you know in a sexual or like a yes means yes no means I mean of course yes means yes no you know but not in a sexual situation just a basic kind of you know if someone if you offer someone a biscuit for example and they say no don't shove the biscuit yeah in their face or like don't it's I mean you wouldn't and that's that's the most hilarious thing if you did offer someone a biscuit and they said no thank you you would think that you would not then shove the biscuit down their throat. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, it's like the quote from Hollyoaks I like where someone got raped while they were unconscious and they were like, oh, it's my fault because I got drunk and I, and it gets explained to her like, um, if someone's making you a cup of tea mm-hmm. and you fall asleep, do they then proceed to pour the cup of tea down your throat? Right, Exactly. No, because you're drunk. You're drunk. That's it. It's it's amazing how people get it when it's put in that context. But when it comes to to sex and other issues surrounding sex, it seems to be a bit of a grey area. Um, Yeah. But I'm glad that there are some schools and places now around the world that are where they're enforcing this and for young kids, young kids, I say teenagers. I also should say... Because I am very women-centric, and when I talk, I'm nearly always, about this subject, I'm nearly always talking about women. But I am very aware that there are men who have been victims of this in a very big way. And, like, that is in no way, like, we're in no way trying to overlook you. It's just, you sometimes, it's sometimes easier to just say she. And, but a lot of men have been through horrible things. That's true. Look at Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews, who I love and I'm very proud of. And I think he is such a good example. Yeah. Um, But obviously, we just talked about this hashtag campaign that's really positive and great. But actually, I remember around the same time, a hashtag campaign that was quite successful called Not All Men. And literally makes me so angry. Mm. because it's very and you want to be impartial when you're doing a podcast like this and say two sides of it but it basically what that hashtag was about is saying that yeah some men do rape but not all of us some of us don't do it and you know a big percent of um there was one person who quoted that a big percent of um cases of rape that go to court 
don't get convictions. There's a really low conviction rate. And that's 100% true. Right. It's not wrong on any level. Right. Except for what that means. That does not mean that they're lying. You know, if you don't get a conviction in murder, it doesn't mean that person wasn't murdered. Exactly. <laughs> in many cases, actually, where, you know, rape is concerned, sometimes it's based on a, a lack of physical evidence. Yeah. Because either the, the victim has proceeded to maybe have a shower or something and yeah. they've washed away vital um, a lot consensual consent-based rape rather than violent rape mm. it's so hard to prove if they didn't use drugs if it's one person's word against the other so to convict based on that uh, i don't see i would find like as someone if i was a juror i would find it so hard to you know mm potentially ruin someone's life on what might not be quite true because it is also subjective well yeah i mean you, you, um, it's sad because you i've spoken to females before who um you know they almost had to be told that they were raped yeah they didn't even know that it had happened they they didn't like it and they were very confused and i think it it was something that they would have rather brushed under the carpet but when the topic came up and discussions were had it became very clear and very apparent that it wasn't yeah. consensual and that was indeed rape. And they didn't even know that themselves because they just, not so much, it wasn't so much an assumption, but again, that whole grey area when it comes to yeah. consensus. Because with all sex and harassment and all of that, there are some people who will be okay with that situation and there will be some people who aren't and both of them are right. Yeah. Uh, it's just that people don't always overlap. Um, there are like stories about women coming into their boss's office and their bosses naked on the table with a rose. And some women's story ends with them running out and filing a complaint. And some women's story ends with them having sex with their boss. Yeah. Or in some cases, leaving and never speaking of it again because they're so mortified oh, yes, and humiliated. Not hu- they're not humiliated necessarily, but mortified and embarrassed and. Yeah. What do you do in that situation? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah. like, the two hashtag comparisons are just two ways in which the, the social media has had a big impact on this issue, but in both ways. Mm. It is kind of a swinging pendulum. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the fact that... So, one of the common things that you hear when people are talking about these women who've taken so long to come forward is... Why didn't they come forward earlier? Right. And many of them just didn't, didn't want to. Many of them did. And they tried to come forward in the press and it was suppressed. So a power that I think that social media has had is given people a voice that cannot be controlled by mm. someone else. So particularly Ed Westwick's victims, they both um, revealed what happened to them mm. in pieces on Facebook. Um, and I, from what I've seen, they did or at least one of them did try to come forward earlier i might be wrong Mm -hmm. but i believe they tried to come forward earlier and was just told no one gives a shit no one cares about what you're saying be quiet so it's had a big impact there yeah it gives people voices it does it does um in a climate where i mean once upon a time when it came to any news breaking the public media was kind of specifically what tv radio newspapers magazines yeah the internet didn't have an impact like it does now and it does give people the platform to share their opinions and to share their stories and sometimes they're harrowing and sometimes those very harrowing stories are the ones that create the the largest impact and create such a massive conversation allows women to women not just women allows people who have suffered any kind of abuse, assault, discrimination, any issue, they can speak out. There's like a community almost. It creates this um this this open forum. Yeah. And a support group in some cases because many, many women said that they were very comforted. Many people were very comforted seeing how many women yeah. shared that that hashtag, how many women felt the way that they did. And on the sorry, on the um flip side of that, I also read quite a few who um quite a few women who spoke about it being quite triggering for them yeah that's true they were saying like yeah they they felt like they yes they have been subject to 
sexual assault, rape, and they themselves couldn't, they, they had to, a couple friends of mine, they deactivated actually, because they said that they, they didn't want to see it every time they looked on their feed, because yeah. it was a triggering thing for them. And I think it's important that people remember, you know, any victim, you know, how you choose to deal with it is the way you choose to deal with it. Yeah. Whether you speak out or whether you stay quiet, like there is no right or wrong way to be a victim. Yes, yeah. that's so right. And victim isn't even like a good word. Yeah, for I was it. gonna say I don't like saying victim because it's a survivor. A survivor. You're a survivor. I much prefer that. A survivor. Yeah, girl. Absolutely. Get it. And boy. I get love it. that. Yeah. Absolutely. There is no there's yeah there's no it's not a cookie cutter situation mm. um social the the other way that i think social media has played a big role in this is a lot of the um accused have addressed the situation via social media mm. and um that has ranged from <laughs> dustin hoffman sort of you weren't there i didn't do it i don't even know this girl sorry if i did it but I didn't, no. to Louis C.K. Um, just think, I did it, I shouldn't have done it, it yeah. was bad. Um, and you have, um, God, what is his name? Ben Affleck. He mm. he had groped yeah. um, that actress and when she was like 19, yeah. and he said, I'm very sorry mm. to that person. It definitely, like... It's straight to the point, it's very direct and can't be twisted, which I think is good. They've yeah. said what they've said and that is it and there's no way around it. Um, with traditional media, it all has to be put into this context mm. for it to be an article. So I think that sometimes lends itself to be given a tone that it maybe didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, I just think that that's always possible and because of that, because with traditional media, it's always going through the filter of someone else's voice. Right. Um, you have to take everything with a pinch of salt. Um, whereas you don't with social media, that's them saying it, it's them. That's all there is to it. True. You know who we haven't mentioned, which is crazy? The most prolific person who is no who has been accused is Donald Trump. Oh, of course. <laughs> the commander of course. in chief. Of course, of course, of course. Um, yeah. Mm. I mean he he did it he admitted stuff like there is nothing that i think that man hasn't done so 100 he did it i don't give a shit you know come for me donald um groping vaginas and whatnot like grab him by the pussy but i think that he is a big part of why the tide has turned in favor of women in in this support of women because he there's only so low you can set the bar before people go, okay, we actually have to like yeah. deal with this now. And thanks to him, the bar got that low. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So he Very did true. one good thing. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure we will have an episode just on Donald Trump one oh, day, and that will be great. I, I mean, he is he is social media. We could maybe so. include. We, we discovered um, a Donald Trump poetry book actually, so maybe we could um, yeah, we could include some wonderful. Uh, Haikus. Wonderfully horrendous haikus. Haikus. It'll be great. No, <laughs> it's not written by him though. It's taken. Yeah, from it's his taken posts. from his 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 posts. And we sound like we're various plugging. things that he has buy said. it now, kid. Um, <laughs> and some wonderful person has put them together in a. Yeah. I think it's it's all supposed to be satire, by the way, guys. So it's not. I mean, I'm sure some. Why are we plugging this? Book? It's true. We're really not, hardcore plugging. It's not it. even like. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let me tell you about this book. Let me tell you. They ain't paying us. Um, yeah, so let's let's sum it up. Okay, let, final thoughts. Do you think social media is having a positive or negative effect on the role of sexual harassment? Positive. I think, oh, I think positive for the most part. Just having seen the impact it's had on society and women being able and feeling like they're able to speak out and be heard, I think is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing women who have been silent because they literally felt like they wouldn't be heard for years, finally feeling like, yes, now is my time to speak and be recognised. Stomach (laughs) rumbling. Wow, sorry. Um, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to just add the whole usage of receipts, guys. If you're not aware, there is a term that rolls around on social media and just in general. Receipts. People can say stuff, 
but then people now they will actually like screenshot text messages emails and happily post them on instagram and twitter just to back up like hey i'm not bullshitting here here are the receipts i clapped because i do that you do that but (laughs) here are the receipts so yeah um a little bit off topic but things like that for example receipts to back up like yeah there's more evidence yeah there is more evidence to support stuff so it's not just a random let me just type and make up some horrendous story so I can be relevant this is a serious serious issue and I'm glad that it's being addressed and and becoming a, a hot topic yeah yeah so my point of view in in the current it's different from Tom's (laughs) Um, in the current in this moment then yeah it's totally positive and it's really good however I think long term it's probably negative Hmm. because I think it's interaction with social media is great to have the receipts and to you know have all the um support so public but I think social media can make things very faddy Hmm. and it can be very popular in the moment and you know it was a really fun hashtag but no one's talking about me too that much anymore it's quite down very quickly um so i think it runs the risk that there are lots of people who are being called out so that's great but i think what happens quite a lot of the time is a figure will be thrown to the walls harvey weinstein will probably end up in prison kevin spacey is probably going to end up in prison um, so a few people will probably get thrown to the wolves and that will be it, I, yeah. I think. I think that it will it lose its momentum. dies down and all the other names that were mentioned, they kind of just get away, get to get away with it, scot-free, yeah. brushed under the carpet until the next big hashtag. And not so much that I think that social media is the reason that will happen, but I think that social media does not promote long- longevity. Absolutely. Whereas I think traditional media does more we've seen it a lot it's great for raising awareness when things go viral it's fantastic like yes oh, it depends yeah. on what's going viral but in most cases things that go viral a lot of companies they want something to go viral it's like yes great we're everywhere we're in everyone's mouths we're on everyone's feeds it's wonderful but then like eloise has just said what happens next it can go viral and everyone could be talking about it and petitions can get raised and all sorts and then three months later nothing because yeah. no one's talking about it anymore so quite right what happens next what happens next guys Mm. let us know please let us know well i think that's pretty much all we have time for today um we have overrun by 20 minutes so definitely (laughs) um this has been hot social i'm your host eloise and Um, i'm tan yep um we'll be back in a week or two um with another topic and hopefully joined by a guest because we're gonna have guests yes because we're popular we can't just talk amongst ourselves we need to add some more sauce to the room and we could we could we could talk forever if anyone can absolutely um but follow us on twitter we're launching today i think Yes. Um, and we will be sharing things. You'll be able to find the rats on there. <laughs> the rat cave. I know you want it. Um, and we would love it if you would rate and review us so that we can get popular and people will like us. Yay. Yay. So have a good one and we'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks time, guys. Two weeks. That's Nearing Christmas, right, actually. Wait, hold up. Christmas time? No, we'll, we'll make one happen before Christmas. We will, Christmas. we will. It might just be one of us on our own, but we'll, <laughs> we'll make something happen. Bye! Bye! Bye.